When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Treat family and friends at the City View Bistro at the Meadows. Dine upstairs every Saturday night from 5pm and enjoy their new menu with kids and seniors options, all while enjoying the best seats in the house. Call 9355-5222. Booking's essential. And we will keep you updated in this last hour of the program on Minji Lee seeking victory at the US Women's Open, which would be her second major Championship win going outstanding, the West Australian. Uh, you're listening to 1170 SEN here in Sydney and welcome to our network stations joining us from across New South Wales and Queensland every Monday morning from 8am. We have Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns. And how good is this? We have the Blues assistant in Brandy and the Queensland assistant in Cameron Smith both on the show this morning, two days out from Origin and in camp. Cameron Smith, good morning to you. Good morning, Vossi, Brandy, Maddie. How, How are we going? Morning, Hi, boys. Very well. Well, Brandy's got a spoon with his coffee today, so that was a good start. <laughs> Things have turned around there in the countdown to Origin. He, after a week in camp, he actually got a spoon delivered with his coffee. And Maddie John's here, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, get 40% off healthy care vitamins. Great savings every day at Chemist Warehouse. Listeners have been pounding us this morning with messages, Maddie, about your shirt. Last night, yeah. the gear you wore on uh, yes on Sunday night with Matty Johns on Fox League, incredibly tight. I had a theory that it's because ET's on the program. You were sort of, sort of you know, <laughs> not going to compete with you know, ET who's let himself go. I have a look at him. Fair dinkum. Um, but you, was there a reason for your um, sort of macho man look last night? I, I, I don't know. I put it on and I suspected it was a little bit tight. It was, uh, I think it was a little bit too long in the dryer, maybe. I'd wore it before, and it, uh, it certainly was, I don't know, it was very, very... I, I, caught, I caught a glimpse of myself a couple of times on the monitor, and tell you what, I needed some uh, the old Hollywood tape over the nipples as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like dinner plates. It was like Kingpin, the movie. Remember that, that scene in Kingpin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in the freezer yeah, section? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. that was, uh, that's incredible stuff, Matty. So that's how it goes with it. So you just just let the listeners in on that. Um, do yep. you ever pick your wardrobe, or the clothes are just hanging there? And, and I just that's walk what you've got to run with. I just walk in and they're hanging there. And oh. I, just, I, I just I don't argue. I just throw them on and get on with the job. You know what I'm thinking? I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there one Sunday night. And I'm gonna bring in like a tartan cardigan or something. I'm gonna <laughs> set you up just a little bit out there. Yeah. Maybe a little peak cap, a pipe. I've worn worse. Yeah. <laughs> Could work. Could work. Uh, Cameron, on a serious note, we've heard from Brandy and, and Origin Camp and now reconverting mm. back in um, up to now and what's going to happen between now and the game. Where are you at with the Queensland side? Oh, the boys have just got a, uh, another training session this morning, fellas. Um, so it's their last sort of proper hit out um, as a team just to try and refine a few things that they've worked on during the week and uh, make sure they, 
they implement a lot of the messages that, that Billy has, has spoken about um, throughout this camp so far. And then we're up to the, uh, we're up to the Brizzy Airport boys a little bit later on <clears throat> to travel down to Sydney. And the boys will just get settled in. Um, I, think I think we're staying out at sort of around Parramatta, close to the stadium. Have you decided what time you're going to release the story that there's players suffering from viruses? Has, has that been decided what time Rossi, you release that um, mate, story Rossi, as per origin tradition? I've been asked that plenty of times this week by uh, a few of my friends up here. Well, actually, a few, they're not my friends this week because they're New South Welshmen living in Queensland, of course. But um, I'm, I'm just knocking on wood as we talk because the camp's gone really oh. smoothly so far. Um, and we're just hoping everyone just stays nice and fit like they have been for the first sort of seven days of this camp. So looking to get down to Sydney, everyone intact, everyone healthy. Um, no one's carrying any sort of little flu or bug at the moment. So oh, that'll we'd like, change, we'd, we'd like to keep it that way, mate. Right? It'll change. By this afternoon, it'll be monkeypox hits the Queensland squad. I mean, you know, the team in you know, doubt fielding a side Wednesday night. That's, that's well, their tradition. Well, just, well, Brandy, Brandy would know the, the players and the staff. We're doing, we're doing. You have to do a rat test in the morning and a rat test at night as well. So, if there's any, if there's any chance of anyone picking something up, we're uh, someone will know about it. But um, no, look, everyone's good, and uh, we're looking forward to getting down to Sydney. And um, yeah, we'll finish with a with just with a light captain's run tomorrow at the stadium, just, and mm, they're ready to go. Just, just curious, um, Cameron Brandy. What sort of protocols are you guys going through as far as COVID is concerned? Because it's sort of strange that the rest of the country now have just got mm. on with things. Mm. And suddenly you guys have been, you know, as you said, having to do rat tests in the morning and everything like that. Well, what, are, what are the protocols? Uh, Matty, yeah, apart from the rat tests, which are, like Cam said, every morning and, and every afternoon at around 5.30, everyone does, does a rats test. Um, the players have... Well, you're basically you're you're almost in quarantine. Um, mm. You know, you're not you're not forced, and it, and it's not mandatory. But you can't go to any venues where there is other people. Um, you know, so mm. it's 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 almost like it was last year. But it's hard. It, it's yeah. crazy to think that 12 months ago, uh, it, during that Origin series, uh, there was a little outbreak in Brisbane, and the teams were locked into their rooms for Game Two, Game mm. Three. And and Vossi just asked, you know, what do the players do for a day off if you're not training? And I said, well, generally they congregate in the team room and they'll play cards or they'll play table tennis or there might be even a bit of cricket, uh, mm. a bit of indoor cricket in the team room. Um, and I said last year, this time last year, for, for game three, we're, we're staying at Kingscliff. New South Wales were at Kingscliff. I'm, I'm not sure where the Queenslanders were, but we were actually locked inside um, you weren't even allowed to walk through the foyer yep. with, of the hotel without a mask, and you had to make sure that there wasn't any people around. You weren't allowed to go outside, so you had either your room or the team room. You weren't allowed to go outside the hotel. Jeez. So you spent eight days in a team room, which is crazy when you think. I just, but I just but, find but, it amazing that you guys are still going through like your little, you know, certain quarantines uh, rules when. Everyone else has just got on with it. It's just, mm. it's like... Well, I, I suppose, yeah. Matty, it, it is because it doesn't matter whether you feel sick or not. If you test positive, you're out. Yeah, right, yeah. gotcha. You know, so, so it's, just, it's just avoiding a positive case. It, yeah. You know, a, a positive case doesn't, you know, no one's... 
I, I don't think anyone, you know, in terms of sickness, it, it's, it's not that bad. It's just you can't register a positive because you are automatically ruled out. So they're trying to just keep the players away mm, from right. the, the general public. Okay. Mm. What's your observations been close up of Billy Slater, Cameron? Uh, there was a lovely interview that um, Yvonne Sampson did with Billy, but that was relaxed. That was on the sand mm. and, and, and relaxed. But you're yeah. seeing him in all the moments, and you've known Billy a long, long time. Yeah, Billy Slater, the coach, is it a vastly different human to Billy, the Billy Slater you've known all your life? Oh, not really. I, I must admit, Vossi, like he he's been really good, and and um, particularly in a few of like the meetings and um, where he's had to get up in front of the group and and just talk about um, you know just a certain style of footy he's looking for or um, just you know certain things that he's talking about around building you know a game plan he's been really impressive actually um, but not not too dissimilar to to Billy Slater when he was a, a player you know playing for either Storm Queensland or Australia like he's very confident within the messages that he's pushing um, you know that um, you know when he talks he's not just talking you know making it up on the run he's he's done his research he's done his homework on on why he needs to say those things but I, I the, the thing that didn't come as a shock, but it's been really impressive to watch him is just how well prepared he has been for this camp. Um, you know, and he mentioned to all of the players when they were first selected, this is this might have been the first uh, meeting um, going back last Monday, um, was that he, he told all the players that, um, yeah, the reason why they were selected and the reason they were there is because of that he watched... Every, every run, every tackle, every action that those players had performed in the NRL this season thus far um, and that he had the belief in them. And uh, that just shows, that just, that's a reflection of him as a player. Like he just, he made sure that he was on top of every detail um, when it came to his game, when it came to the opposition that he was facing. And so he's done that in his selection process with the players that he's picked as well. You know, I think there was a couple of question marks over why guys were, a couple of guys were left out or why a couple of guys were selected. Well, that was the reason is because he, he'd done so much work in the lead up to this, this first game. Um, but yeah, it's been, Vossi, it's been great. Like I can actually see, it's pretty funny. You can, you can actually see a little bit of, bit of Craig Bellamy in him um, when he's talking. He doesn't, he doesn't, hopefully we don't see that during the game. Um, but he's, um, look, he's been great around camp. He's been upbeat. He's been the usual energetic Billy, um, which I think that's sort of rubbed off on the players as well. Bonding. Um, it, look, it seems to be a thing of the past. Matty, you're, you're probably... <laughs> uh, I'll go to you as the professor of bonding. And one yep. of our listeners wants to know, like, do, does a team bond as well if they're not having the nights on the drink as opposed to having, you know, lattes and croissants is the question from our <laughs> listener. Can you bond over yeah. coffee and croissants as opposed to... <laughs> getting on the uh, yeah. on the terps well i don't want to sound like a dinosaur here but i will uh i don't think now i, I think it's <laughs> one thing by having a few but you don't have to like you know get to the point fall over drunk and all that but mm. having a few drinks relaxes everybody you know the, the guard drops it, it it really does it it, it helps with the camaraderie particularly because you've got a lot of young guys you know first time going into camp it's terrifying it's not your first day at school. You walk in there. You've got all these, you know, number of guys around you who you, you sort of hero-worshipped three or four years ago. 
and um, and you have a couple of drinks and everything sort of all the tension just melts away a little bit. I, I was I, I was in Melbourne through the week and caught up with Robbie Ross, Boo Boo, and we're having a mm. chat. He was, uh, if you remember Wayne Pierce with the horse riding incident and he explained it he was leading the pack on a horse and uh, decided to have a little bit of inspiration and said come on and pushed along to race up a hill not realizing that all the other horses would chase behind and of course Bradley Clyde and uh, and Robbie Kearns both came off their horses and broke collarbones imagine <laughs> like we were talking about, was unconscious. imagine if that happened now if yeah. Brandy you blokes decided to take the, the side horse riding Oh my and, God. and Nathan Cleary and, oh. and Isaiah Yo come off and break the collarbones. Like, oh. what the clubs, like the clubs would just explode. Oh, Maddie, I, I, I couldn't even imagine the situation that you'd, you'd find yourself in if, if that actually happened. It, 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 it is fascinating when you think about what's going on in the um, and, 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 and how you deal with things now. Just, just on on the the bonding, I, I I totally agree with what Matt said. There's no doubt that, you know, a couple of beers. No one has to get rolling drunk. No one does these days. Mm. But mm. Um, a couple of beers uh, does just loosen everyone up, and I I think it does help. There's no doubt it does. And and we we went on a uh, Vossi. I, I told you on Wednesday morning that Tuesday night we went on a we jumped on a boat and it was just the, the team and, um, you know, went around the harbour for only a few hours and, uh, and it was good. It was important. Um, and it, and it always has been, a, you know, a, an important part of, of origin. Um, it's changed how it works over the years. And of course, you know, these days, certainly at this stage of, of, of COVID and how the teams are being, uh, locked away. You're not in. There's no interaction with anyone else uh, other than the team, and it's a. Uh, I think it's a. It's it's a pretty important thing. Now, Cameron, you're not going to be with us in the last half hour this morning because you're off on mm. Queensland duty. So, Matt, we'll have to step up to the plate and fill the role I'll of the be, goat and I'll the mate. I'll, I'll, I'll act as that's the massive. Queensland attaché. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> right. You can use wax lyrical about the Maroons for all you like. Now, but Cameron, um, Brandy's revealed that the boys, the New South Wales team, anyway. Went and saw uh, Top Gun Maverick last night. Oh, now, wow. As mm. I feed you that information, has that changed your plan? Do you think, well, tell you what, we probably should see it too. Is that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know what, I think, uh, I think a couple of boys have, have gone and seen it. We haven't gone and watched it as a team. Um, but yeah, no, they, they come back as, as different blokes. Hey? They, they were fired up. And I haven't seen it yet, boys, so please, no, yeah. no giveaways, Brandy. Well. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, I, I, I bowed out. I, I deferred. I, I, I didn't go to the movies. Brushed it. Brushed off. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it. I saw it for the second time through the week. I, I went and saw it the first time, and I was just, I was smashed. Anyway, I was, I, I was watching it, and I couldn't really. Rem- I, I don't know how long I was asleep for, but the end, the end didn't make any sense. And then, so my young Blake Cooper said to me um, through the week, he said, "I know you've already seen it, but do you want to go see Maverick?" And I said, "Well, I actually haven't seen it." <laughs> so, um, if, if, I will say this, if you want to take the boys to fire them up in the movies, there's right. a movie called um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Right. And honestly, it is so trippy. It's honestly... It, it, <laughs> Did you say trippy? I reckon it only makes sense if you give the boys some acid before they go and watch it. Oh, right. <laughs> well, we that'll be a story. That's the uh, mate, to go watch that one. Sure. <laughs> 
John's advisors, <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it's going to be an interesting half hour in your absence, Cameron. Anything yes. could be floated by Matty Johns, yes. the Queensland attaché, uh, stepping up to the plate. We will take a break. After the break, Cameron, because he's on on this, he will have his last say on Wednesday night. And we'll try and get some truth out of him. The players he fears most <laughs> in the New South Wales side. What Queensland have to do to win and what he thinks the scoreline will be. But we'll find that out in a moment at 19 after 8. Uh, yes, Cameron Smith and Matty Johns with us on this Monday morning. Matty here, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Right now, Chemist Warehouse get 40% off healthy care vitamins. Great savings every day at Chemist Warehouse. Fellas, got some breaking news out of the Rabbitohs. Can you believe this? Well, of course you can. And what we've been through the last couple of years. Latrell Mitchell, they've gone to all these lengths to get Latrell over to the States, do this, this high-level training with a... You know, the master, the grasshopper of, of injury. And Latrell has come back and yesterday tested positive to COVID-19. So he will not train this week. Oh, he has to isolate oh, from the team and definitely unavailable for round 14 uh, when the Rabbitohs play this Saturday against the Titans. Can you believe that, fellas? Mm. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you can. So there you go. Would he, have, would he have been playing... Would it, was he going to be available to play? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not I'd sure be surprised. Yet. I'd have been surprised mm. if he played after a long haul flight. Yeah, to come back, particularly with a hamstring. Especially with a hamstring. It's, oh, mm. you know that tendon injury would be. Uh, you'd be taking yeah. a hell of a risk. I don't, I don't think they'd risk it. Well, now you'll have to wait at least another week, but uh, yeah. let's hope that he's got the right um, care in isolation for him to continue recovery and. And get back to full fitness. Now, Cameron, you're not mm. with us the last half hour because you're on yes. you know, secret assignment with the Queensland team to be breaking <laughs> early and Matthew Johns will wear two caps as we break. <laughs> so a last word on the game. And I'll, I'll throw these questions at you. Uh, the Ray okay. Martin in me will come out. The right. player you fear most in the New South Wales side that's been selected, who do you fear most? Oh, Vossi, you'd, you can't sort of circle one, but you'd say um, you'd either pick between... You know, say like a Tedesco or a Cleary. Probably you probably lean more towards a Nathan Cleary, given he'll touch the ball. Um, you know, probably more times or a lot more than what a Tedesco will. And he, he's he's going to be the main man that's going to run their game plan, much like you see him do every week for the for the Penrith Panthers. And I think that's something that makes New South Wales so dangerous and and such a a, a complete footy side is is that Penrith combination. He's got Jerome Luai there. Right next to him, um, Isaiah Yo, who plays such a, an important role in the middle of the field. Not just you know his own individual work that he does with his carries. He's he's a great ball runner, but also you know his combination with Nathan. Wherever Isaiah is, you know Nathan's not too far behind him. Whether it be sitting on the inside, playing out the back, or just getting a nice little tip on. So. I'd probably nominate Nathan as as the main man um, on top of his ability, you know, with the ball. Um, you know, he's got a wonderful kicking game as well. It's just so consistent. Um, and he's got a good mix of just being able to sit the winger under a high ball, putting up floater bombs. He's got nice short kicking game. So there's a lot for the boys to look out for. But, um, you know, Billy's done a lot of homework on the opposition and he's got them up to speed. So they just need to take that on the field now. Smithy, can I ask you a question? It's interesting because, like, Brandy and Freddie... They've picked that combination in the middle of the field, which is, you know, Isaiah Yo, Cleary, Luai. How mm. can I ask you the balance between bringing guys into camp, new guys in particular, Reuben Cotter and whatnot, yeah. um, 
and because everyone's coming from different principles and what and, and how they want to play, how difficult or, or what did you have much of a conversation on? Okay, how much, you know, basically how much structure will be put in? Uh, are you you mm. know, when you coach, you're looking at certain guys, going, are they getting it? Yes, yeah, no, you're exactly right, Matty. Um, and that was probably the first couple of days of of just giving them some information about the way we want to play. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, guys are coming from. Um, you know, all different clubs around the competition and they each have, you know, sort of different systems, particularly in defence, with the way they like to move and the way they like to defend certain plays and certain certain players. Um, so it's really, the first couple of days were more about just trying to build that into, um, you know, this team in Queensland that, you know, this is the way we want to defend as a team. We don't want, you know, individuals going out and doing their own thing because then it just makes it harder for for one another so um yeah look bill's put a, a defensive plan in place which you know we think can work it's it's not gonna it's not certainly not going to take tedesco and cleary and guys like yo and luai out of the game but it's just a it's a plan to try and minimize um you know the impact that those players have on, have on on this match because you can never take you know elite players out of games like those guys um but in saying that, it's it's pretty easy to sit at training and you know do it all the nice little drills. It's it's it comes down to the big stuff, mate. They got to get it done under pressure in the game. Very diplomatic. Hey, just in finishing, Cameron. Realistically, yes. a number, a points number. If I could say two <laughs> days out, you can score this many points. What would you like yeah. it to be? You could just rest, put the cue on the rack and say, right, we've got twenty on the board. That's going to get us home. How many do you think you need to win Wednesday night? Yeah, look, oh, look, I'd like to think that you know if we can score at least twenty, I reckon we'll be thereabouts and competitive. So, um, oh, I think both teams. This will be a highly entertaining game um, where they'll use the footy a fair bit. So, if we can score twenty, I'll be really happy with that. All right, have a great uh, rest of the week. Cameron Smith right here. Matty Johns with us for Chemist Warehouse and Greg Alexander for the last half hour. Thank you, Alana. And uh, Cameron Smith has left the building. Uh, again, secret location there with the Queensland team. But Matty Johns is here to... Uh, could you, could you become a Queenslander for half an hour, Matty? You're here yes. thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Will that change your accent, the speed you speak? What will... If, is there something growing out of your shoulder? What, what's... you I, feel any different? I'll tell you what's... I tell you what's strange when you get New South New South Welshmen that suddenly move to Queensland and become these like fanatical Queenslanders. My grandfather did. My grandfather was from uh, <coughs> excuse me from Mudgee and um, moved to Queensland. You know, change of life, change of wife, everything. You know, and he became just this absolute zealot Queenslander overnight. <laughs> And would ring us, you know, like if they won Origin and just absolutely give it to us. And I said, Pop, but you're from Mudgee. And he said, mate, not anymore. Right. So um, it, it, wow. you see it quite a bit. Um, well, you so, see it with yes, the players. I'll, I'll do my best. You know, you know what, I've, and, and Greg Inglis has been, um, I've seen Greg um, either talking um, on camera or via the radio because he, he's got a... Um, He's got a big night coming up for his new yep. um, charity. Yes. And and I have to keep reminding myself that, gee, I played for Queensland. I, I, yeah. Because I was talking to Sam Burgess. Sammy came into training yesterday, uh, into Blues training yesterday, and he was talking about uh, his team up there at Coffs Harbour and how they played against Maxville. And G.I. is is captain coach of Maxville. Um, and yet I, I just... 
every time I look at Greg Ingles, I think blue, but then I go, no, he, he's, yeah. I think New South Wales. And then I think, yes. well, no, he played for Queensland. Yeah, I always, when I see you, I always think, like, yeah, northern New South Wales. Yes, that's, that's yeah. exactly. And because it, yeah. you haven't seen him in that jersey for a couple of years, I, I, I wonder, how the hell did that happen? Oh, well, yeah. it was stuff up. Yeah, well, let's not go over gold ground. But I will tell you. I know you, we don't have to go over old ground. Yeah, but, but, but I think it is worth clarifying because he should have played right from game one. There was no grey area here. There was none whatsoever. We had called him. We were doing the schoolboy comp, Matty, back at Channel 9 in the day. And uh, Greg Inglis that year, he went to Hutter Sports High, you know, one of the feeder schools yes. for the Newcastle Knights um, there on the highway. And he had played a game that we had televised. And, and he's over the age of 16. So there's no grey area. This is a... A registered competition under the New South Wales and Australian Rugby League, and Greg Inglis plays his first football past 16 for Hunter Sports High. So that automatically, 100%, not in doubt. But the thing was, we'd recorded the game, okay? So it hadn't gone to air yet. <laughs> and he, go, he gets signed by Melbourne. He gets sent to Wavell High for the rest of the school year. See, because that's North Brisbane, and Wavell High was the feeder school for... So he goes up there... And then down the track, two years down the track, well, you've come out of Wavell High, so that qualifies you. And I rang mm. one of the New South Wales officials at the time and said, you know, I've got, I've got the team sheet here with the date on it. This is Greg Inglis playing here. He's, he's New South Wales. You can't mm. pick him. And, and the response was, well, we can't go through all the school games. And that. I said, no, but I'm telling you. I'm, I'm saying here, here's the evidence. It's not, I didn't make it up. Here it is. We televise it. You do it. That's the rules. And they let it go by the by and let Queensland pick him. New South Wales let Queensland pick Greg Inglis, folks. New South yeah. Wales is to blame. They yeah. let them pick it. Can you it believe breaks it? Breaks my it breaks my heart that he went to Hunter Hunter Sports High. Does it? Yeah, all, all, oh, you're yeah. an uh, Maitland All Saints boy, aren't you? Yes, I am. But uh, the, the fact that he was in our, in, in our town, and uh, you know, we couldn't convince him to play. So. Yeah. Right now, Matty, um, um, we I'm get gonna, some uh, weird uh, questions. Andrew. Yes, I'll be too Lee. We need an update. Yeah, we've got to do an update. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The the the, girl, the women are through sixteen holes in the US Open over there. Um, at Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club. Minji Lee is a five shot leader. She has, she's wow. through sixteen. She's got two holes to play. Uh, she leads by five shots over Mina Harrigay, the American girl. Uh, the rest are finished, Andrew. So it's all Minji Lee and Mina Harrigay. And you would think, Minji, I, I don't want to put the mock on her. You'd think with well, two dogs holes to go, five the dogs are barking there. We can't stop her. Not even we can, we can hop on the Minji. We can add Maddie Johns to the Minji Lee bandwagon now, and we will not stop her winning and closing in on world number one status. Now, Maddie, uh, a question here. Um, it was a little bit out there. Uh, dear Maddie, as an avid fan of Kiss, the band, and indeed yourself of many years, I listened with dismay on Friday. This is. Morning Glory, when you revealed that your favourite song on Dynasty was Shandy. One yes, word, two syllables yeah. for you, Matthew. And then it goes into something soft, something. Um, I don't know if this is the song you used to sing to Trish when you were courting, but really, whack on the headphones, crank up Sure Knows Something and never mention that oh, song yeah. again. That's from yeah, PC from no. Penrith. Uh, Shandy, uh, Beth, uh, they were my favourites. 2000 Man, Ace Freely, uh, New York Groove, Ace Freely. Yeah, yeah, he was ace of space. He was he was my man. But I I told the story where, uh, uh, like back in the day, the footy show they came on twice, and uh, yeah, Paul Stanley, yep. he was in both times in a particularly despicable mood, and uh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, not, not, not a nice man. <laughs> Where's that story? What, did he trash the gentleman in dressing room? What happened there? Like, no, what, what it, do, it, it was... Look, the Kiss Army were there in, in force, right? Mm. And they were just so wrapped and... Mm. And he he was he, he had he had he had his guitar and underneath his microphone he he had like a a bag of guitar picks and I'm thinking what's going on it must have been a hundred of them and throughout the song when he was performing he was reaching into the bag and literally throwing the pick on the ground and people from the Kiss Army were but were swarming and trying to grab it and I just found it I just thought there his fans and just the nature of the way he was doing it I thought it was just degrading and pretty ordinary. Did and then he made a comment to Fatty. Fatty said to yeah. him, oh, Keith Urban was on the show last week and, mate, he was in the Kiss Army. And he made a comment about Keith Urban, which didn't go to where. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get, remember driving around with Johnny Knoxville in Sydney? I know we're getting a little bit off point, but uh, Johnny Knoxville, he was an interesting character. He... Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville was driving through the cross in the General Lee and because it was for Dukes of Hazard, and he hit the horn. And the police went, you know, what's going on here? So the police pulled us over and he said, I was Reg. And he said, Reg, is this part of the skit? And I said, no. And as the police were walking towards the car, all they wanted was an autograph. But he thought, though, he reached into his pocket. I don't know what he consumed, but put it this way, the next hour and a half was pretty entertaining. (laughs) So there we go. Johnny Knoxville, shout out, listening on the SEN app. Um, Uh, Good stuff. Brandy, lots of questions in there. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, Matty, we've, we've spoken about the Warriors, but uh, this one here, having been a Warriors fan for over 27 years, I struggle to recall a time when I had less hope than I do right now. I think our club is seriously lacking in footy IQ and certainly in the senior management. What do we do? Um, who do we bring back to give some direction to the club? I don't, a Brandy. Warriors fan. Oh, Brandy. And I... Uh, you must be uh, disappointed as well because, you know, like Brandy, when the Warriors came in, you know, you just, the how huge it was. Like, it was just, and it was, I, I remember at the time, the talk was this side will be every bit as a powerhouse as the Brisbane Broncos, who, who were the, you know, the flagship side at the time. Yeah. I just can't believe, you know, how the, the sort of football they're playing at the moment. I actually thought at the start of this season... Uh, the, given the nature of the pack, the size, uh, Reese Walsh a year older, Sean Johnson, who I thought had a good, showed really good signs when he was at Cronulla, uh, when he was fit and on the field, I, I was optimistic about their chances of sort of sneaking into the eight. But the other night, uh, Manly were just waltzing through the middle of the field. Just it was just it was it was it was, uh, it was so bad, low. and and I think you know like you can make. You can make mistakes with the football, right? Um, but when you go out there and you... I think defence is about desire and application. And Manly was just, you know, just, as I said, just waltzing through the middle. And I think that I think that symbolises their mindset and 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 basically their... You know, how would I say this? How, how up for the contest they were, for use of a yeah. better term. Because they, yeah. they, well, they weren't at all. Really disappointing. I've already said the, the, the smell about them that they might win again. Um, that's how, that's how you, you're left thinking after the weekend. As we go to a break, a text from Chris. Chris throwing punches here. Sounds like some very sour blues. If Inglis was so proud to be from New South Wales, he would have played for New South Wales. He chose the superior state.
Queenslander, says no, Chris. No, sour. No, I'm, Thank I'm, you for I'm text. not sour at all. I, I, no. I, I don't care whether Greg Inglis played for Queensland or New South Wales, but it, it just it reminded me seeing him, and I haven't seen GI for a while, it just reminded me of that. Mm. Speaking to Sam Burgess yesterday, chatting about the, the big local derby up there, Maxville versus Coffs Harbour, which Maxville did win, and just forgetting that GI, even though he was born, bred, and lived in New South Wales and still does, that he wore a Maroons jersey. It's just, just how's he get, how's he going up there, Brandy? By the way, what did Sam say? How's he playing? Uh yeah, I don't I don't know how GI's playing. Um, yeah. but Sam's team are the the Coffs Harbour, the the strong team. But Maxwell rolled them last week. I reckon I reckon Sam. Here's mm. a prediction. I think in the next five years, I think you'll see Sam coaching the NRL team. Yeah, I think he's keen, Matt. Uh, talking yep. to him yesterday, he's. Uh, I think that's that's definitely a goal. I think Slater as well. Sooner rather than later. Maybe it's out. Mm. I mean, you're not, yeah. you're not to know. But uh, there's a few dominoes around there at the moment that are just sort of wobbling, standing up, and they're, they're, they may fall. Uh, Matty John's in the house for Chemist Warehouse, and you can fire your questions at Matty right now. It's 17 minutes to nine. Yeah, great thanks to Brighton's Lawyers, major sponsors, the lawyers that support and help you in your time of need. Call Brighton's today on one 800 848 Eight four eight and Maddie John's in the house for Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every single day. Few text boys. Um, this one uh, from the Black Stump Hill. Just a comment. They would have cancelled the comp if the Roosters or Broncos had to move to another country for two years. I think you're all underestimating the sacrifice they have made. They are mentally shot, says the Black Stump Hill. Mm-hmm. Now, question for the guys. Hey fellas, does Freddie make the players drink all that orga- that organic beer? Or are they allowed a proper drink, Maddie, like Steel City? There you go. There's a nice little plug. <laughs> well, Bedsy's in Bedsy's in camp, so he's a Steel City man. Um, yeah. I, there was. Uh, is there an organic beer? I, I didn't even know there were. Can Can you buy organic beer? <laughs> well, I think I, like I think there is. See, I'm not a craft beer man. People get mm. craft beer. They'll get these. I just go, oh mate, because the thing about craft beer, you can only have one or two, and you know that's not really my go. Mm-hmm. So. Well, apart from a couple of beers last Tuesday, there hasn't been any beer in the camp, so I, I haven't seen any. Boys, it's the Arara Valley Axemen. That's uh, Sammy yes. Burgess's team. He has transformed it. He will coach the NR, in the NRL within a couple of years. The boys would run through a brick wall for him. That's Dave from Coffs awesome. Harbour. And that's with the support of Russell Crowe as well, the Arara Valley that's Axemen right. aside. Well, that's dear to his heart. Now, pull up your socks. Mm. All-day socks by Underworks pass every comfort Test and uh, Maddie Johns, I go with you in great anticipation that you have a an outstanding nomination for someone or something or somebody or some team to pull up their socks. Gold Coast Titans, um, I think the misery that sides like the Bulldogs are going through has, I think, for most of the season, sort of hidden or taken a bit of pressure off the Gold Coast Titans. But they are in all sorts. It's been a bad season, and it looks like it's getting worse. Um, the Cowboys the other night, it was the, it was the equivalent of watching a barroom brawl where one bloke says to the other bloke, come on, hit me with your best shot, and it doesn't hurt because they had all the ball early at the Gold Coast and threw everything at the Cowboys, and the Cowboys just defended it and totally discouraged them. And the second half, they just fell to bits. Jaden Campbells, who's one of their real... He's one spark they've got. He's... Suffered a hamstring injury. I don't know if he's going to miss any football. I probably think he will. So they are. They were. I remember Cameron saying at the start of the year. He said, "I think they'll. I think they'll get into the top six sides." 
and the fact that they're sitting toward the bottom, so I think second, second last or third last, and uh, are looking like a side who'll challenge for the wooden spoon. How sad! How sad, uh, Brandy. You've got a, uh, a, yep. a pull up your socks nomination for Underworks. Look, I'm going to leave the Warriors alone because we're, we've been pulling their socks up for the last three hours. Uh, the US LPGA website, Andrew, is a, is a hole behind. Like, Minji Lee could have won it already. It says she's through 17, but I'm sure she's finished 18. So she's might, she might have won the US Open, but I, I think that the website's just... It, it's been a shot behind forever, all, all tournament. It, um, and, and it's disappointing. It's I, I can't give a... A current update. Brandy she might have won it already. It's saying she's through 17. Yeah, I didn't realise I was working with Steve Jobs here. Um, yes. Now, just on that, that's a good one. Um, there we go. The uh, all-day socks by Underworks pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Uh, just on the birthday game, how old do you reckon Dan Andrews is today? The Premier of Victoria, Matty. You want to have a stab at uh, Dan I'll Andrews? 57. Yeah, I'm going to say younger. You, I'm going to say 52. 50. He's 50. Oh, you've, both 50. Gone, you've, you've both shot that one. And another one for you. <laughs> Double points. Not that matters. You're both on zero. Bjorn Borg. <laughs> Old Bjorn is uh, still kicking around the place he's, with his wooden he's, rackets. Uh, yeah, he's 67. I don't know. Brandy's confident. What about you, Matty? Oh, 72. 72. Now you've, you've overshot again. You've cooked okay. it. 66. He was close. Mm. But uh, I don't know whether there's a tiebreaker. And then Luke Burt. Oh, they're only Luke Burt. If you get clever, you might work this one out because his yeah. debut was the yeah. Stadium Australia opening, if you remember, in front of 108,000 people. How old is Luke I'm Bird just, today? I'm just thinking about how Birdie looks at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'll say 61. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I understand your thinking. That's right. Yeah, 40. Yeah. 40. 40. 41. 41 no. for Luke Bird. Oh. Zero out of three. That's as good as we yeah. can go. That could go on all day and we might... <laughs> still go we, 10 we, o'clock we tonight. What a good bit of radio that'll be. Um, all righty. A question for Matty. Given your Oasis Morning Glory intro, are you going to see the great Liam Gallagher in Sydney in July? Surely you are going to hit up a sizzler first and then onto the dance floor with a few sherbets. Oh, that would be fantastic. I ha- the only thing that concerns me is he's out here promoting the new album and I saw a recent song list and there's a few of the old specials in there. But I, look, as much as I love Liam Gallagher, what I don't enjoy is going to watch um, a concert and they start to go, okay, here's a, another one off the new album. I remember one night going to watch Dale Braithwaite, <laughs> yep. and he just said, here's, you know, here's another one off the new album. Everyone's going, like everyone just wanted album. to hear Summer Love, Rock yep. Me Gently, How's That? So I wrote a heap of songs on a, on a um, napkin and just sat it on the stage, and he picked it up and said, does anyone really want to listen to these oldies? And everyone went, yes, yes please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just do horses and sod off. Hey, yeah. Matty, great a day. Look forward to your contributions on Fox League this week and Morning Glory, of course, right here on SEN on Friday morning. See you, Matt. Right on, lads. See you, boys. Well done, old cock. Uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on 1170 SEN. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.